So to begin this process, you can pick a point in front of you to really focus your attention. It could be the lens of the camera in front of you. It could be a, a dot on the, on, the, uh, on the screen. It could be somebody's red slashed microphone. It could be one of Janet's little dots by her, by her letter J icon or logo, or it could be the center of the star that Tanya has in the background. It doesn't really matter what it is you choose to focus on. Just bring all of your attention to this place. By bringing all of your attention to this place, essentially staring at a spot, the result is uh, your eyes uh, become fixated. When your eyes become fixated, the result of that fixation is a little bit of ocular fatigue. You've probably heard a Hollywood hypnotist say, your eyes are getting sleepy. It's not that we actually go to sleep when we do hypnosis. It's that ocular fatigue causes us to really want to close the eyes down. And so go ahead and let your eyes close down and notice really observation number two. And that is the ability to still pay attention to that place in front of your closed eyes, almost as if you have x-ray vision. It's pretty cool, isn't it? That's called the center of our awareness. We can choose where we place our awareness. We can place it in a world filled with overwhelm, or we can place it inside to a calmer place. So bring your attention from that spot in front of your closed eyes to that place within your mind and as you do begin to access that resource state that we call hypnosis you can scan your body and observe it anywhere you're carrying the tension of the day you can relax that tension if you notice you're holding tension in the lower back or the shoulders or the jaw or the brow just relax those muscles and notice the difference between tension and relaxation and what it feels like to truly relax. Enjoy that state of physical relaxation. And I know that as we go through this process, your mind will be thinking. After all, that's what minds do. They think. It wouldn't really be normal for our mind to stop thinking. So our goal in this session is never to stop thinking, but rather to bring our attention to this present moment, to this resource state that you're creating. Relax the muscles of the jaw, and you can even let the chin drop towards the chest a bit if you want to. It'll relax the muscles in the shoulders and the upper back, and you can let that relaxation extend through your hands and arms, and even into the little fingers, the little tiny muscles of the fingers. They can relax easily as well. It's amazing how creative the mind can be in self-hypnosis. We can really create almost any experience that's valuable to us. Dorothy, in all of her frustration, just wished upon a star that she could wake up where the clouds were far behind her. That sense of overwhelm is something many people experience that 
many times, even looking at something as innocent as little bluebirds flying, wondering if they can fly on the other side of the rainbow. Why can't I? We have an ability, though, to use our creative mind to set aside the stress and tension of the day and to create a new experience. You can even notice that now by paying attention to your hands, your hands resting on the chair or your lap or the table in front of you. You can think of the word warmth, warmth. Warmth, and you can say to yourself, my hands are warm, my hands are warm, my hands are warm. And you can allow yourself to sense a feeling of warmth in your hands. You can think of the word heavy, heavy, heavy. My hands are heavy, my hands are heavy. And you can notice a sense of heaviness in those hands. You know, at the end of the story, Dorothy, although she had an interesting time in the land of Oz, wanted to go home. And all she had to do was a little bit of autogenic training, click her heels together three times and say, I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home. And she was able to create her experience of going back to her home with the new learnings which she acquired in the land of Oz and in the Emerald City. It feels pretty good right here in this class to recognize the benefit that you've had over the last five weeks creating from within, not just warmth and heaviness, but joy and satisfaction and peace, especially in a world where there seems to be so much dissension and little peace. In this moment, this moment, this resource state of self-hypnosis that you've created here. You never need to turn off your thoughts. To transcend overwhelm and to discover your own land of Oz, your own out-of-body experience, your own place of refuge from either the physical experiences that have caused you difficulty or the social difficulties that surround us in our world. Those problems existed before this moment and probably will exist after this moment, but no matter what else is going on anywhere in the world, this moment right now is a perfect moment because we are exactly where we need to be doing exactly what we need to be doing. And by staying in this moment, by bringing our attention to the breath, each breath marking each moment, you're practicing mindfulness and it's a great feeling to just be fully present, feeling your best, recognizing that by learning self-hypnosis, you're learning how to create an experience that can help you in many different ways. In fact, you've already shared in smaller groups how those benefits have materialized in your life over the last five weeks and you've heard from your peers what their experience has been and so in this moment embrace a sense of refuge a sense of wellness a sense of peace 
And the good news here is that by learning these things in your own life, you have an ability to share this with others. Sure, that's easy if you're another hypnotist. But even if you're not sharing these techniques or strategies with your kids or your partners or your spouses or your neighbors or your coworkers, can help you connect to others around you and can help others around you to find the same level of comfort and calm that you've benefited from. It feels pretty good, doesn't it? I often use a visualization in self-hypnosis. I ask people to visualize themselves in a place they've been before, a place they'd like to go, or a place of their own creation. The good news here is that as you think of a place you've been before, or a place you'd like to go, or a place of your own creation, it can be a real place or it can be an imaginative place. It could be colorful like Munchkin Land, or it could be interesting like the apple tree forest, or it could even be a chocolate river. And see yourself in that place underneath a clear blue sky, setting aside any stress or tension in the body and in the mind. Imagining a single white puffy cloud lazily and leisurely floating across the sky towards the horizon, becoming smaller and smaller. And at this point, cast anything either known or unknown into that cloud that's holding you back from truly benefiting from the self-hypnosis you can use in your own life and let that float off into the distance. And it'll be at that point that both mind and body are deeply relaxed, never asleep, but deeply, deeply relaxed. And with each breath and each number, allow yourself to be more present and more resourceful. I don't know which resource state would be best for you. Whether it's disengagement and detachment from the negative influences of people on your social media or even at your dinner table, or whether it would be to revel in a state of joyousness despite difficulties in the world or to pay attention to comfort rather than the chronic pain you've been carrying. But with each number and each breath, amplify that resource state. This is the great thing about self-hypnosis. That it's not a state of decreasing our awareness, but increasing our attention, our absorption into that resource state that's most valuable to us, five, four, three, you're doing perfect all the way down now. Three, two, one, zero. It feels pretty good to be in this place, doesn't it? To imagine perhaps another you within you, that part of the you which is intuitive and creative and to imagine it rising above you so that you can be an observer of your experience looking either down or across at yourself outside of you 
that part of you noticing what it's like to truly engage in self-hypnosis at the deepest levels. A part of you can float back into you and engage with that intuitive and creative part, that part uh, of us that creates learning and experiences. The good news here is that even though I've been talking for the last couple of minutes, I actually haven't done anything. It's almost as if you're the hypnotist and I'm the observer. I'm actually just looking at everybody in their homes or offices and their chairs. And I'm seeing a lot of people truly benefit from the resource state of self-hypnosis. This isn't something I've done to you. It's something that you have created from within yourself. And the good news is what that means is that anytime in any place and anywhere, whether you have 20 or 30 minutes or only two or three minutes, you can access this resource state of hypnosis. You can benefit from it. You can step into it. You can apply the techniques of forgiveness or the techniques of generating love or the techniques of controlling pain or the techniques of defining our higher self core values. And all you need to do at any time in any place is to bring yourself back to this resource state that you've created right here, right now. One way to remind yourself to do that is to touch that thumb and index finger together. A moment ago, Bob said he shared a script with us and has an anchoring technique, and I love anchoring as a strategy. It's one of the earliest techniques of self-hypnosis that I ever learned. It lets us take our experience in 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 minutes of self-hypnosis and to create a go order out of it. Press that thumb and that index finger together. Put some pressure on it. Hold that thumb and index finger together and press that thumb and index finger together. And now release, letting those fingers relax, letting that thumb and that index finger relax. Now pay attention to this state, where you are right now, what you've created, what you've experienced. And touch that thumb and index finger together and release again. The most amazing thing is that you don't need ruby slippers and you don't need a tornado to catapult you from here to there. At any point in the next day or two, or week or two, or month or two, or even the next year or two, this resource state that you've created right here and right now is one that you can bring yourself back to by simply touching that thumb and index finger together. And as you touch that thumb and that index finger together, your mind and body will work together to recreate this resource state of self-hypnosis. It can be so beneficial to you. And just pay attention for a moment. I'll be silent and 
You pay attention to your breath. You pay attention to this moment. Let go of anything either known or unknown, holding you back from applying all of the learnings in this course and ratify the changes that you've made and the learnings that you can use that will be of benefit to you in the coming days and weeks and months. Now, before you open your eyes, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming with me and with everybody here to a world where pure imagination becomes a world of our real experiences. By being able to take a look and seeing that with our imagination, we can create. If the world is filled with overwhelm, and you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. People take a self-hypnosis course because they want to do things, and anything you want to do, you can do it. And if you want to change the world, there's nothing to it. I hope that you've discovered by now that there is no life we can know that compares with the ability to use pure imagination. By living there, you'll be free if it's something you truly wish to be. So with the next breath, pay attention to the room around you, to the chair below you, to my voice to your awareness of all of these learnings. And when I count to three, if your eyes aren't open yet, open the eyes. One, taking in a breath, smile on the face. Two, stretching any muscles that need to be stretched. And three, opening the eyes. Having learned, experienced, changed, and created. So again, a longer process of self-hypnosis. By the way, somebody asked, where's the file, Bob? It's actually in the chat, but I will post it on our access page so you have it. Um, the, uh, the experience here was, again, um, a different experience than the shorter processes. It was a longer experience. What was this experience like for you today? In what ways was this practice valuable? And by the way, congratulate yourself. You're the one who created the benefits of this resource state. I was merely the facilitator. In fact, I get to thank you for letting me sit in on your trance and sharing your trance with you. It really was pretty cool to watch everybody in their different places.